0: feral southern housewife and welcome to the podcast in this little corner of the internet we talk about neurodivergent parenting with neurodivergent kids unconventional homeschooling things and sprinkling in a little bit of that witchy mama magic in our everyday life so grab a drink or a snack or your earbuds in a to-do list and let's get started happy 2024 part of me is really glad that 2023 is over the other part of me not so much there was a lot of growth that happened there's a lot of things that I did that I started that I was getting into in 2023 that made me like kind of wish 2023 vibes kept going but at the same time god fucking no like I'm so glad it's over let's be completely honest um There was something, though. Last year, I was still really sick, and I made a TikTok about making sure that you set your word of the year. This year, I did something a little bit different. Um, and, And I'll talk about that more in this episode. But the main idea is, right now, while the world is still full of atrocities, and we are finding... So much disappointment and emptiness in the holiday. What's even the point of celebrating a new year? And do we have to celebrate it on January 1st? Well, no. There is something that can be said for, like, the whole group consciousness of society reveling in another turn of the earth going around the sun. But a lot of times, January 1st is so hyped, both with, you have to do the new thing, and oh my god, what are you doing for the new thing, and that it feels like it's either too much pressure to even enjoy the holiday itself, or... Along with the rest of it, it feels like it just doesn't hold the same kind of promise and hope that it used to. That's perfectly valid. There's a lot in this world that makes us wonder just what the hell is actually going on for the writers of this world, right? Yeah. So, January 1st isn't your cup of tea for how you're going to do your new year. Then, do it your own way. Have your own new year the first way would be your birthday that is your personal solar return that is your personal new year and I know a lot of people are just like oh for my birthday I'm gonna do this and this and this I'm gonna start here I'm gonna do this I would say take a step back from there And make it about things for you, things that you enjoy, things that you want, over things that you you ought to do. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't need to be extravagant. Unless you're a Taurus rising, or a Taurus in any way, uh, in which case, and I completely understand. But... It needs to be able to bring you joy. Something that you can start your solar return off right with, you know? Like, I do like to do a 2024 vibe uh, tarot pull. I like to do seasonal pulls. I like to do monthly pulls. But honestly, I love doing birthday pulls. Like, what is this year going to bring me? And I associate that with, like, where I am, my there's a whole chart I'm gonna have to find it and put it on my TikTok or put it somewhere to show you guys like your year return so like there's a whole bunch of years that are associated with the houses and like this year um, it's going back into my first house so it's going into my rising sign and that's gonna be a really fun thing to explore but I do like a birthday spread or something like that for me sometimes I'll buy one if I get a little extra birthday money I'll buy it and sometimes I do it for myself And when I do it for myself, sometimes I buy myself a new deck. (laughs) You know, sparks joy. And if you want to bring growth into your new life, plant a seed. You know, an indoor plant's a big thing. You can also replant if you want to move on from something on your birthday. Like take it out of a pot and replant it somewhere else. If you want to really kind of dig into those cozy, hearth, happy kind of vibes, then I'd say bake yourself something. If you're really bad at that, buy your favorite treat, you know, and take time really sitting with it. Don't just pop on a show and stuff it in your mouth, which I have done way, way too many times and then I realized I didn't actually enjoy my treat and it kind of sucks. You know going back to the birthday spread, treat yourself to something small and material to increase your material appreciation for the year. Even though last year, um, I had a windfall of a little bit of extra cash, so I was able to go to my woo-woo shop and buy from my friends and things like that, I... Really made sure that I took care of those things for that year, and it has really helped me to maintain the idea of it doesn't have to be just give me so much, but really take care of what I got, you know? It's still these things still spark that joy, even here almost a year later, you know what I mean? If you're trying to increase more pleasure for your year, enact a little bit of sex magic. Have yourself a good old time, if you get what I'm saying. Just in case there are small ears, we won't go into too many details. If you want to also increase your confidence in how you look or how you feel, if you got the money for it, get a big war shot. Say a prayer of thanks or blessing before you go and do it. Any of these little bitty things can be little spells and reminders for your solar return to have a better year going forward, or to have a more meaningful year going forward. Now, I know quite a few, and I, am one of them, who likes to wait until the spring equinox, which is when, in the spring, the day and the night are the exact same. Okay? So, I feel like that I get a better signal for more light, and therefore my brain says, Oh, it is truly a new year. I know a lot of other witches do that. I know a lot of other spiritual people do that. And I know a lot of people do that just like in farming communities. <laughs> because, yeah, when January comes around, and yeah, I've already started looking for seeds. Um, I'm a little late to the game, if I'm being honest, I'm looking for seeds now. But you get that little equinox to finally be like oh finally we can start getting stuff in the ground if it's not frozen or too gross or we can start doing some seeding and things like that that's when the year starts the real real big year starts now a small aside from that What we actually usually do at our house is the new year. My kids and I have sat down and talked about this. The new year feels like it doesn't start until like May Day, May 1st, because we still get like blizzards in the middle of April. So while, yeah, at first it seems like, oh, spring equinox, we're going to be great. Oh, it's almost Easter, you know, or oh, it's a Uh, No, we still get a lot of snow and it still gets kind of bitter cold. With El Nino, maybe it'll start tapering off a little bit, but I feel like we're probably going to see another chilly, like, end of winter, beginning of spring, and May Day is going to be our big hoorah into the light of the world. (laughs) And I'm sure there's plenty of you that live a little further up north that probably appreciate that too, so celebrate your new year on that day. Why not? Now, this last year, I had heard a couple of things. And I had heard that Maven was that was the uh, the witch's Thanksgiving. And then Samhain was the witch's new year. It was when everything ended. Life and light ended, essentially. It was the beginning of the end. And the veil was thin. Death was closer. Darkness was closer. So on and so on and so forth. And I'm just saying, if that resonates with you... If, if you prefer to start off the year in the dark like with the allegory, uh, not allegory, but like with the idea of being in the womb and waiting to be birthed into the new spring, like go for it. Treat, treat that time as your new year. I actually thought it was a really interesting take, so that's why I'm adding it in today. So however you do it, however you feel comfortable. Don't make today too much pressure on yourself. Have a gentle new year. Have a crazy new year. Have a wonderful January 1st. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye now.